We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. My name is David Ingber. I'm the founder of this community and the senior rabbi here. And I'm so honored to be with you this morning and to share some words of Torah as an introduction to this morning's weekly wisdom, the Parsha. Every week, as the Torah turns, we come back over and over again to stories and paragraphs and phrases and sentences that we mine for nuggets, for wisdom, for instruction. The word Torah itself, like the word hora, not the dance, but hora, parent, comes from the word to teach, to instruct. Our Torah is not a book of law, it's a book of good advice. And even parts of the Torah that would seem antiquated, completely and absolutely seemingly irrelevant to our lives at this moment in modernity, even those parts of Torah which we might be tempted to excise, to cut and not paste, even those parts of Torah that would seem to be completely from an era and an age that we have no connection to whatsoever. Thousands of years of Jewish interpretation, Jewish history, has found wisdom even in those places. For Republic rabbis, the entirety of the third book of Leviticus might be considered where we earn our chops. <laughs> the entire book dedicated to a cultic priesthood that once in a bygone era invited the technology of sacrificing animals as a way of appeasing the deity for the reform movement certainly in the 19th century and going into the 20th century those were parts of the Torah that we didn't look at that wasn't looked at but even in those places great wisdom abounds this morning's reading from the chapter known as Tazria, chapter 12 of the book of Leviticus. Isha ki Tazria v'yalda zachar. The Torah begins this episode with a conversation about birth and about the rituals around birth. That if a woman has a baby boy, 33 days of being outside of the priest or the sanctuary outside of the, the, um, the precinct, so 40 days, 7 days of purity, 33 days of waiting. Another, it's a double if you have a girl. The ritual elements, being pure, being impure, those frames are the frames of Leviticus. But the reality of childbirth and creativity and all that is born as a metaphor and allegory for our lives is deeply relevant. The notion that birth is messy, that birth involves, to some degree, a coming into contact with that which can't be controlled, that life itself, when life is and comes to fruition, that it leaves in its wake 
a need for time away. A need, a precious need to take inventory, to re-enter the world, as it were, in a gentle fashion. Things aren't as they were. And to pretend otherwise would be to be in dissonance with the interior experience, with our own inner experience. Birth, like death, is a moment that is unlike any other. And so the Torah stops us in chapter 12 of the book of Leviticus and says, create rituals, create containers, create the kinds of experiences that might hold those who are going through a difficult or even a celebratory moment, but give them a ritual moment. Make it special, make it unique, give it features that might honor the power and the potency of what has just transpired. In our modern era, we move from moment to moment with such speed, with such speed. Last night I was sitting at our Shabbat table and as we began to eat, friends were there, we began to eat our Shabbat meal, I noticed how like we were going like 100 miles an hour in a 15 mile an hour zone. And even the Shabbat prayers which were about slowing down were being done like faster than you can say, hurry up and slow down, hurry up and slow down. And so we started to chew differently. And we said, maybe Shabbat invites us not only to do these rituals, but to do them in a way that is Shabbat-esque. Slower. With more attention, with more awareness. Can't tell you how many people are going through periods of deep generativity and gestation, where something is being born in them. They don't know what exactly what it is. Something's happening in their lives. It might be a new job, it might be a new relationship, it might be a new understanding, it might be, you name it, writing songs and poetry, becoming a bar mitzvah, having your child reach that ultimate moment. And our culture, our society has not yet reimagined how we hold people during those periods. We have two weeks until the Super Bowl. But we don't give people off for life cycle events and moments that are so precious, so important, so valuable that they are part and parcel of the creativity process. If one knows ahead of time they will have 40 days, 80 days, if one knows ahead of time that there will be space to digest and to integrate, then we won't have experiential indigestion unprocessed experience that isn't metabolized appropriately. Some of the things that might be a part of, you know, an introduction of that into our world might be silence. It might be a special meal. A couple of years ago, I read from Jonathan Safran Four in one of his books, wrote so poignantly. Point for me, because as a young father, it just hit home. Maybe for some of you it might hit home, it might not, but he said, you know, no one tells us the last time our kid is going to have that bath. You know, the one with you. No one says, be aware in two months time, that last bath on that last Sunday evening, that's the last time the two of you will share a bath together. It just kind of flows, right? And so we in our culture are malnourished for these kinds of creative ritualizing of moments in life that we just zoom through. And so the Torah this morning will talk about birth. But we don't have to hear 
that conversation as a conversation that once was, but about a conversation that is still happening about how we stop and create preciousness. It can be a card. It can be a call. It can be something like that. So this morning, as is our custom at Romamu, these words of Torah brought to you by our ancestors are for you and anyone who feels at this moment in their life something is being born in them or around them, something is being born through them, there is a gestation, whatever that looks like for you. And you are making a commitment when you come up to the Torah this morning, you can come up if you feel it, that you are somehow going to honor what is happening in you with a something. And you'll have it in your mind. Some pause, some precious pause to honor what is being born around you, in you, through you, at this moment, in your life, with your friends, wherever it might be. If this spoke to you, you know it. And if you feel called to rise and to open up, please arise and come to Torah this morning for the first Aliyah.